0: And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, man, we we have a lot to talk about. We do. Should we start, we've been talking a lot about a lot of things off air. Right. Should we start, though, first with recognizing the University of Tennessee Vols baseball program? So solid. What about Drew Gilbert? Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. That's a no-fear shirt, man. You remember those shirts? (laughs) It's a a, no-fear shirt. That's a no-fear shirt and the no-fear wristband. It is the bottom of the ninth, down by three, one out, bases loaded, and he hits a bomb.
1: It is. It goes a country
0: mile. And can I say I was a bit concerned... First off, I loved the, like, he watches, he's, he's always, like, he's got his elbow pad, his, his, uh, his wrist guard, the, the eye black. I mean, he, he knows the cameras are on him. I loved him watching the ball go out of the park as, as he should. Then he slung his bat so (laughs) high in the air and everybody's running on the field and I thought somebody's going to get hit in the head. Well, Vitello. With this metal
1: bat. Uh, you know, uh, our, our head coach, Tony Vitello, at the end was interviewed and they said, you know, give some descriptor of the game. Of course he's sure, yeah, you know, just out, of his, he, mind, he, yeah, out obviously. of his mind. And he says something like, It was a blood and guts game <laughs> and he says, No, literally, like I'm bleeding somehow. <laughs> and a number of people commented, it's probably from Drew Gilbert's bat flip. Yes. He you know
0: well, even Drew Gilbert threw it up in the air and then I watched him and he kinda looked up like, Oh no, I don't know where that's gonna land. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that, but what it was so nice to see the stadium full, right. four thousand people watching, and then they just then they hit five home runs the next game. I mean they, you know, the the coach was talking and Burke talked about this too. Like this is not the uh, this was not the Rice State was the real deal. They're like, a very good team. Like we we were put in a regional with some really really good teams, and, and, and a, Tennessee showed out.
1: A plus three. Four, 40-ish team batting yeah, average. Yeah. I mean, that literally leads the nation. When you, when you have a team batting average of 300 plus. It, that's insane. That means you have guys that are batting, you know, 390, 400. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and so, man, it was, it was nice to see And then they, they play LSU. Oh. Which, which LSU's been down, but LSU in the tournament is just scary. And you have all They're these scary. weird the coach dynamics. Is leaving, yeah. Like. That,
1: that, and they say that Vitello, mm-hmm. You know, oh. is good. They're going to go after Vitello, uh, at LSU as a potential, you know, next yeah. coach. And then you've got all these things that are circulating around all the stuff that they're going to do to keep Vitello. Yeah. There's no telling. Look,
0: if you're, if you're in the administration at UT, Randy Boyd or, uh, or the chancellor. And I would imagine there, And you're listening. Obviously you are. Uh, back the truck up and pay <laughs> this man. Okay. Pay this man. I don't know how that works.
1: But if it ever felt like there was a circumstance yeah. that that should really, really happen, it might be this.
0: Pay hey, this man. We, we had 4,000 people in the baseball stadium. Yes. And, I mean,
1: the, the fans are wanting it. And you think about all these like, uh, past coaches that we have paid, you know, for 10 years that yeah. they were not serving yeah. in. And, you know, after they've, they've been, um, you know, let go from the program, we're still paying them. And you're talking like you can make Vitello, the, you could literally make it the highest-paid yeah, college coach do it. Do uh, it. in baseball. Do it, <laughs> do it, and uh, and it would still be very much within and, and reason. And here's
0: and I don't maybe maybe we're past the 30-year uh, coach. You know, maybe maybe that's long gone. Right. But Vitello is very young. Right. And so if we could lock him in for ten years. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean we this baseball program would be one the nation is looking at. Right. Uh and and, it is a lot of fun. And it's so much fun baseball game. And it's so much it's so fun to watch them play. Yes. And that Grand Slam I have watched that Grand Slam so many times. I kept telling my kids because they wouldn't understand the No Fear reference. But I kept telling (laughs) my kids I was like every kid like we stood in our backyard. We would always say bottom of the night, two out. We would say full count. That yes. was impre- and we would oh, say yes. two outs, bottom of the night, bases loaded, all that. Like every kid's dream, yes. and he got to live it out. And it's not his. It's not like it's his first walk off no, either. And, I mean, then he's, he, and then he hit well, he hit three in the weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean,
1: not three walk offs, but three home runs in the weekend. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely incredible. A, a fun story for a athletic department that unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, because of our struggles with football, yeah. has kind of taken an unfortunate wrap. Because actually, there's a lot of really great things happening yep. in the athletic department, and a lot of teams that are having a bunch of success. And so, it's good for one of our higher-profile programs. To really, you know, have all this energy and excitement, because even with the basketballs, uh, did I just use the term you basketballs? Did. You did. Wow, that's yeah. solid with the basketball team. Yeah, uh, as great of a team as they were, uh, many people thought they kind of underperformed. Yeah, they the didn't go where
0: they where we yeah. thought they should. and so um yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it has been, and and they get two weekends in a row. Right here in Knoxville. So it's a highlight of Knoxville as well. Are you wearing
1: mm-hmm. your kind of baseball material pants I am. to I celebrate am. the I am. balls. I am.
0: And I have cleats on <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah. I do think it's interesting. I, I mean, we're actually in the same studio, you know, we yeah. we we've remained in the same studio even through COVID and um and somehow I missed the, the cleats are not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I did notice. Which your, I love
0: the sound of I, metal cleats. I noticed your, um, I noticed okay.
1: your elbow guard yeah, uh, that right. you've got on. And my <laughs> helmet. I'm wearing a helmet
0: <laughs> as well. Uh, and eye black. I do I do yeah. think it's interesting that uh, I've always thought this was interesting because my high school coach did this too, That that baseball coaches wear the uniform. No other sport does that. Right. Right? That's the only sport, isn't it? I mean, no other sport does the coach – Wear the uniform of the players. Okay, so which would be awesome in football, basketball. If, if uh, Coach Barnes out in basketball is just in some right some, uh, which would be amazing. A basketball or uniform. imagine a
1: football coach in so full great. pads. So you great, know?
0: and they wouldn't even have to be in pads
1: just to wear the jersey. So and so <laughs> great. That
0: would make
1: so that would be so. Amazing. There's an there's kind of an, uh, a a murky land when it comes to this particular practice that you're describing okay. with baseball coaches, because I am a baseball yeah, coach. I yeah. help, I help uh, coach baseball and uh, my boys all play pretty competitively. And, and so uh, I, I coach them connected to their middle school ball or help a coach them connected connect to their middle school ball, their travel ball. They're going under much right. better coaches yeah, yeah. candidly. And, um, and, and, There's kind of this in-between land of when does, when does the coach wearing baseball pants start happening? And I guess it is probably high school because I I see most high school coaches that are doing that. But the dad who is like wearing them, like, like for example, my middle son played this weekend. And uh, he's 11. Yeah. Okay. So he's going into sixth grade, and uh, all of our coaches are wearing like you know like a team like t-shirt sure. yeah, or yeah. something and just shorts. Yeah. You know athletic shorts. But the opposing coach, full blown. Really
0: uniform. Uniform. Wow.
1: Yeah. And it, and and, and then yeah. from a distance yeah. you're like he just looks like a tall player because yeah. he wasn't that. Yeah, that's big of a man.
0: That's a bit. So odd. you're
1: like, man, that eleven,
0: that eleven year old team yeah, has a like, huge I'm a player. Hello, I'm coach. You're like, oh no, I'm 44. Uh, so <laughs> you know, hold on to it, man. Yeah, you're, you know, my all, all through little league and, and all those, my coaches wore like those uh, bike, not biker shorts, but yes, like the bike shorts, bike which shorts, are which are uncomfortable. Short. short. They're short, uh, especially my particular coach. He didn't have any business wearing. That, that shorts. A short. <laughs> yeah. Just shorts in general. But he didn't have any business wearing those shorts. Yeah. That's certain. That yeah. was certain. Um, and, and so, but yeah, once I got to high school, the coach wore the full uniform. Sure. And, uh, and what I, what I find interesting, you know, watching UT or watching college ball, you'll have, and even, even pros, Sometimes the head coach doesn't have the jersey, but he's wearing the pants and he's got like a pullover on. I've seen the pitching coach at UT. He's got a pullover. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but the head coach, he's full. And, and, and frankly, the head coach looks like he can still play. Correct. I mean, Absolutely. he looks like one of the players. Which is,
1: I'm sure, how people yeah. speculate when they sure. see me out there. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's he looks like,
0: 12. He <laughs>
1: looks like he's 12. He looks like a...
0: A husky bald twelve-year-old. Yeah, he definitely uh, definitely is. <laughs> but but you know, and I think I think part of that is uh, the coach probably knows he looks like he can still play. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of like when you watch uh, some of the NFL coaches who are like. They look like they can still jacked. play. Yeah, and then you see them in like a cutoff shirt. You're like, yeah, I get it. I know yeah. what you're doing. Everybody knows what you're doing, and we welcome it. And we, and, and we appreciate. It makes complete because sense.
1: If that was if if we were in your condition, yeah. we would do the same. thing. Well, it's
0: like when you see The Rock, and you're like, does he own any shirts? And like, it doesn't matter. Why would he? Why would he own a shirt? Why would he own a shirt? <laughs> I mean, look at him. Why Why would he ever decide to to put one on? So
1: beyond baseball, yeah. It's been an interesting week. It There's has. a lot of stuff going on. And so did yeah. you see I, I, today, I would yeah. like for us to step into a role that you and I traditionally don't step into. Okay. So often, you know, we we speak about um, any number of uh, cultural issues sure. that lead us into theology. Yeah. Uh, you know, that is the point of the show <laughs> in many ways for us to look at all things that are happening in our world or at least notable things in our world Through a gospel lens, and I think that some weeks we do better than others uh, on that. Uh, and then, um, we often, uh, get into certain things, at least looking at politics from, I hope, a healthy perspective. Sure. We don't, we don't often play the role of, um, of, uh, financial experts. Yeah. Although we are. Not financial wow. experts. Okay, so uh, there is an interesting thing that is happening that we're going to speak about, and we'll continue on with this, uh, you know, over the next segment or two. But banks are basically saying, "Hold up!" When it comes to deposits for for businesses, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a
0: weird, weird, a weird spot where, uh, and and this is probably not your local banks, not maybe not your credit union that you bank with. They're right. probably saying, "Hey, we're." We, we need to send out a business. press release saying, bring it in. We right. would appreciate it. But, uh, but what we've seen over the last, really, 2021 and, and in 2020, with, when the pandemic hit, you had a lot of businesses kind of go, we don't know what the future holds. Are we going to take the PPP from the government and get that money? Or are we not? Uh, do we need to just kind of sit on some cash for a little while? Do we need to hit up our investors? and and our investors are going to see this as a downturn so they're going to invest knowing they're going to get a good return we we
1: might hold back on sure. on some initiatives
0: that yeah, we, had been
1: planned we're not going to expand we're, going to we're not right. going to
0: hire more people we actually may lay off people right. uh at least in the interim until we get back so to normal so that has
1: resulted in what according to well, a the, number
0: of different news outlets the the crazy thing and in the the big number is between late March of 2021 and May 26 Deposits rose by $411 billion. That equals, it, it, that increase made it $17.09 trillion deposited into some of these banks. That number is insane. We were, we were
1: laughing, uh, you and I were laughing about one particular article that the Wall Street Journal had released, uh, that says banks to companies, no more deposits, please. But this great statement, yeah. some banks awash <laughs> yeah. in deposits are encouraging, are encouraging corporate clients to spend the cash on their businesses or move it elsewhere. Is there ever been a moment in your life where you think the Wood family is a wash in would, deposits. I
0: would love to go home and say, Hey Aaron, I, I <laughs> mean, I looked at our bank statements today, we are awash with with deposits. There's been there's certainly been times where I've said, We've we're awash with credits. Yes, okay? right. Yeah. We have spent way too much. Uh, and, and so yeah, we're in a we're in this weird spot where banks are even telling some of their corporate uh customers, Hey, you need to spend this money. You right. need to and what the banks are doing is they're going, We would love to loan you money. But the, these companies are going, we don't need your loans. We're hitting up our investors because that works better for us. It works better for our investors. We're just going to deposit our money. And, and so now we're at a place where banks are going, we, we can't, like at some point, you got to move this. Yep. Uh, we can't just hold all this for you without, uh, without going further, but 17.9, point zero nine trillion. That is so much money. That is a lot of money. That is, so I was doing the math the other day just on, on simple stuff because I, when I hear contracts for like athletes right or, or I, Dave Ramsey, there was a, a guy that called in, he was sixteen, and he's like, I make fifty thousand a month on e commerce. And Dave Ramsey said, I'm I'm sorry, did you say fifty thousand? So I just did the math, that's about six hundred thousand a year. <laughs> but that doesn't even equal a million. So if these 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 this type of money, you're looking at so much money every single month and banks are just trying to figure out what to do. Wow. And and when we come back as your economist, right. we're going to figure out what we need to
1: do. Yeah, we're in fact going to share right at the beginning of the next segment a new practice of, of parenting <laughs> related to finances. We'll talk more when we come back.
0: Oh, better than we deserve. We're back. I'm kidding. That's that's what Ramsey would say. Uh, Ramsey would probably say, "Y'all need to stop talking about finances." Yeah, uh, I mean, we are economists. We. I mean, I'm a. I, I told. I was talking to the medical staff at Hope the other day, and we were talking about everything going on with the Fauci emails and the vaccines and all this stuff. And I went, "I am a scientist, <laughs> a political scientist. Yeah, but but a but scientist it's, nonetheless." It's
1: kind of like when when mm-hmm. someone gives some counsel on uh, on a medical thing, and they're like, I'm a doctor. And you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you have a doctorate in yeah.
0: engineering. And literature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I that had a, my literature teacher in college told – she was like, I went to the bank to deposit something, and I I signed my name, and she said, just out of habit, I signed it doctor so-and-so. And she said the person at the desk was like – Hey, my shoulder's been bothering me. She's like, no, no. If you had a question about Shakespeare, I'm with you. But I, I don't know anything you. about your shoulder. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting. We do just kind of throw that doctor title yeah. around. Yeah. You know? So, but, so I, th- I made a promise, uh, yes. going
1: into the break. Yeah. So you that I was going to just, I was going to drop a truth bomb. Yeah. Like, Come like on. a real major parenting win. And I want yeah. to offer it now. Okay. I have given my oldest son $100. Come on. And I have told him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want with this in the world of cryptocurrency. Come on. now, now I just basically said, listen, it's something to you, – you, we've talked a lot yeah. over the years about financial investments sure. and, and what it looks like in terms of – you know savings and and tithing and yep, yep. and all, you know all the pieces of, of of budgeting i mean all those things are things that we've we've covered over the years yeah. and and he's still just 14 yeah. you know um but i've basically said to him i know nothing yep. and i'm not sure i'm going to learn yep. but you can learn this and and certainly uh you know he's probably not going to be able to doing it do it in many things under his own kind of yeah. name at his own age but i'm like listen mm-hmm. i will be your umbrella yeah If you want to invest into some type of cryptocurrency, you, you learn it, you figure it out. Or if you just want to learn a little bit more, you were just talking about even AMC. AMC, Of course, we had GameStop a few months ago. It's a, it's a
0: weird. Now, now you can go into a dangerous place and we talked about this before when it comes to especially day trading and, and, and and it's, it turns into gambling is what it turns into. But if you, if you like what you're doing with just a hundred dollars, Hey, let's see what this hundred dollars will do. Or and and in this case, it's a great chance for him to just do some research and, and learn. learn about That's right. That's learn about key. investments and and what that looks like. Uh, it's the same thing. Like I, I text my the guy that kind of handles uh, my retirement stuff, and I was like, "Look, I don't need you to touch any of that uh, Deutsche Coin or any of that with my retirement stuff. Right? But I'm letting you know I'm dabbling <laughs> with some what my dad would call funny money. Yes. And and so uh. But, yeah, AMC is one of those things where we're at a place now where uh, it's no longer just on Wall Street. I mean, you can yep. download an app and, yep. and, and do some research, and, and, and guys online get together and say, hey, let's drive this stock up. Yep. Just go buy it. And, and it's cheap, and so people are doing that. And some people have really cashed out and made a lot of money. Uh, some people have not. And, and, it's, but it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to look at what this means 10 years from now. Right, right. And so you have a lot of folks that are doing that and where, where some, we're like cryptocurrency. I'm not really sure, yeah, sure, but, but there's a segment of our population that they speak that language. Oh yeah, no doubt. They know all about it. And you and I are not a part of it. And that.
1: your son will become that. That's, I sure <laughs> hope so. Hey, so and uh, as much as we're making light of, uh, you know, our economic, uh, yeah, no. wherewithal, we don't have a ton. But I will, I will, uh, take a few moments first just to kind of transition into a discussion today related to, um, just the workforce. Yeah. I mean, it is becoming, uh, increasingly uh, notable to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we, we, we are seeing a lot of things that are changing, um, uh, related to the economy, related to, uh, supply chain. Uh, goods and services. I mean, I don't know if you're seeing it, but I'm certainly seeing uh you know prices that that are increasing. Yeah. I, I had a, a bid out for um or not a, I had a a an agreement uh set uh you know a couple months ago to get some crown molding and yeah. trim put in upstairs in our home and uh the guy that's going to do it for us is great. It's not it, they're I'm not saying anything yeah. negative towards him. Uh he's just basically been really forthright and said like, "Hey, materials yeah. have have jumped. They're not going down. Yeah, have, uh, continue to jump. Uh we have a pavilion project that we have uh, unfortunately Take had to sure put on hold out. a little bit. Uh uh because we're just hoping that things will recalibrate yeah. a bit because steel and wood and even transportation of resources is outrageous. And so there's a lot of things. You know, the housing market is doing all kinds of wild stuff right now. Yeah. People are paying
0: way Somebody over. in California paid a million over asking price. Yeah.
1: Uh, listen, I mean, my, my wife is a realtor, and it's certainly to not that degree. But, I mean, there are. There is, uh, a lot of that happening in terms of people paying significantly
0: higher. Yeah. I posted the other day that, that I, we love our house, but, but if you want to pay a million over, you can have the furniture. Well, yeah. I'll throw in the pig and the pig. And, uh, and a, a realtor friend of mine texted and was like, Hey, I don't know if I can get you a million over, but I definitely can get you over.
1: <laughs> was like, yeah. I'm sure you can. Yeah, so, makes
0: sense. Thanks. Um,
1: so anyways, there's a lot going on. And, and again, we could attribute it to, any number of things, some of which we can say, hey, that's clearly related to the pandemic. Yeah. Some of that's related to hacking. Some of that yeah, is related yeah. to maybe some political decisions. I mean, there's a lot. That well, we can not put, only
0: that, you also have uh, – I mean, I, I I frequent dead-end barbecue. I go there at least once a week. And I drove by there on Monday, and I was like, man, that's nobody's in the parking lot. They're closed on Mondays, and, and they put on their website, look, we, we're understaffed. We can't, that, get, we can't get people to work. And we need to we need to rest the staff that we do have, right. and So we're th- not going to be open on Mondays. That's what I want Mondays. to talk about.
1: I want to talk about today the value of work, yeah, and why we see what we're seeing. Uh, and and I think maybe that's where we start. I mean, we we are. I, I was in my, one of my favorite restaurants, Taste of Thai. Yeah. If you don't go to Taste of Thai and you have a palate for just not straight-up American food, right. um, I love it. Uh, not everyone loves Thai food. I love Thai food. I think they're fantastic. They've run a great business for a really long time. Not sponsored. This is a non-sponsored yeah, segment, but they can. Yeah, they should. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah. Uh, but you walk in, and immediately there are signs that say, please be patient, we're yeah. understaffed. Uh, how, how many times <laughs> I've gone through drive-thrus, please be patient, we're understaffed, Or as you said, things straight up just closed because they couldn't find a workforce. And so why is that happening?
0: Yeah, it's, it, there's, I think there's a number of factors. One factor being during the pandemic, uh, the unemployment, uh, kind of supplement, for lack of a better phrase, uh, went up. And so for a lot of folks, they were making more money not working than if they were to go get a job. And so you've seen places like Tennessee and some other states, pull that those right. federal dollars. Quite, save, quite a few states yeah, so you're not getting it anymore because we need we need you to go to work. I think another part of that too, I think if we're on I think sometimes we just throw out there uh there's jobs out there, go to work. But because we have spent years telling every kid That comes out of high school, you need to go get a college degree. We told all of them. Right. Even if they didn't want to, even if they said, look, I'm going to go home and run the farm. I know people, their plan from the beginning was to go run the farm, and they went and got an ag degree. Yeah. And I'm going, why did you spend the money to get an ag degree? You knew what you were going to come back and do. or. Or you know you you they wanted to be a plumber or they wanted to my wife is a vet tech she didn't need a four years. I thought degree. you were about to say your wife <laughs> is also is a plumber. No, she's not. I, I wish you would have been awesome. Uh, we dabble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 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 I think there's this there was this mindset for so long everyone needs to go get a college degree. Right. So what happens with that is you go get a college degree and then you may say I have a degree I'm not going to work X job. Mm-hmm. Or, or like my stepdad was in construction his whole life, no college degree. When 2008 hit, he got laid off. When he went trying to look for jobs back in the construction industry, they all required college degrees. Right. And he had 35 years of experience. Right. And, and in New York and in all over the country, and yet he couldn't get hired because he didn't have that degree. And so you, and, and then when he was looking for jobs, he was going, I, I'm overqualified for this. I'm not right. going to go do that. And so I, it's a pride thing. It's a, it's, but it's a thing that, that I think we understand. And I think on the other side of the break, let's talk more about that of, of, I think we're shifting as a society where I don't hear it as much of you have to go to college and get a degree that, cause when I was in school, that's all I heard. Was, that's right. all I heard. Yeah. You got to go get a degree no matter what it's in. We'll talk more when we come back. So yeah, we're you're listening to Between Sundays, where um, all the answers are found. I, I think that's that's our tagline, where all the answers are found. Between Sundays, it has
1: Sundays. a it has a ring to it. I mean,
0: uh, to be honest, all
1: may be a little yeah. broad. To be maybe all maybe answers. the
0: tagline should be where all the questions can be found. <laughs>
1: Or, and very few answers. Or it could be something like this, which I think is a really nice ring okay. to it. You know, Dave, our, our producer, is listening right now. I think he might want to jot this down. But it could be between Sundays where you'll find answers to the questions you weren't asking. <laughs>
0: That's right. The ones you weren't asking. Right. You didn't realize these questions were that important until you listened to us.
1: And then you got yeah. average answers
0: Man, that tagline got really long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it will be hard to get on a business yes. card. Yes. It will and On a shirt. Right. Uh, um, but yeah. you know, but we, we work through obstacles. We're branding. No we're, fear. We're, man. we're good at marketing.
0: So yeah, as we, as we talk about the job market and different things like that and, uh, you know, businesses saying, look, we got to close on, on a certain day because we don't have enough staff or, or whatever. Some businesses still haven't even opened up in, inside. Like you can't come inside. Um, and and some of that may be due to pandemic. Some of that may be due to because we don't have the staff to to serve. I have said um, in a
1: number of different times. There's a, a a few different businesses. I'm not sure that I w- would go back to their previous yeah. business model. Yeah. Like like why would you? Especially when you have the workforce that it is right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and and so I, I want to do this because I think what you were hitting on is really 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 good. I, I think there's a lot there. I also think there's a lot there on this other tenet of it that's just kind of the theology of work and kind of yeah. just the value of work. And I just think we have to go back to this very simple thought, and I would just challenge any of our listeners today that, like, listen, no matter what the government is doing for you, uh the value of work is undeniable as seen in scripture. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we see this all the way back to the very beginning of the garden. I mean, there was a responsibility to cultivate. There was a responsibility to work. Even Adam is involved in, in the naming of of creation and so many of the things. I mean, there, there's all of this that is really central. You see so much of the movement of God is associated with the movement of people, Uh, and, and, and God's kind of voice is so often associated with kind of the motion of man. And I just would challenge people to fight against laziness and I would challenge them to fight against kind of this, this, um, kind of handouts for something that's not been earned. Uh, now listen, I, I am in no fashion telling people that are working hard, that have tried to work hard that have lost a job, you know, I, I, I'm in no fashion saying, don't receive your stimulus checks or, right. or or turn those back or, you know, ignore the way that the government's trying to help. No, 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 no. We're, we're not saying that. that that's not be unwise about it. But what we have to do is to make sure that we understand there really is a responsibility for us to be to be people that are working. Uh, and in and, and some, that means in the workforce, to some, that means as parents. To some, that means both. To some, that means as a as a as a homeschool parent. I mean, yeah. whatever it may be, you 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 have this idea of just kind of work rather than laziness, and I, I fear that some of this stuff, as it relates to kind of our shrinking workforce, is more connected to laziness than it is, you know, economics. What uh, What are your thoughts? Yeah,
0: I think I think too we have to understand that we have we have progressed so far uh to to end up in 2021 i mean in every area of life that if you look back to like like my grandparents my great grandparents uh, they 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 spent every waking hour working so when they got home the reason my Pawpaw would go to bed at 7:30 is because he was exhausted right cuz all he did he woke up at 4 milked worked in the fields, did all that stuff and then was exhausted. Right. And so now we have, we have made life so easy in so many ways that, that it is, it is easy to kind of fall in that. No matter where you are on the financial spectrum, where you are, uh, in, in any, you know, whether you're middle class or, or, or whatever, it's easy to fall into that. Yeah. And and then you you add on to that in 2020, uh, a pandemic that then made a lot of businesses go, oh, we can completely change how we mm-hmm. do things. You can go work from home. Then we have a government going, we don't know the answers, but right now we need to help our people. And so we're uh, we're going to do this and we're going to implement this and, and we're going to say it, it's a cutoff in – you know july of 2021 and you're like because you don't know what july 2021 right. looks like yeah, sure. and so now we have people going well and, and frankly i don't blame them to an extent right. you're like hold on i, I make more being at now. home now so right. you want me to to not make more, you know so so from that from and, that And, and, and to point, be clear, I
1: also want to say it's not to believe that that people who may be in that particular situation are just sitting around laying sure, on the couch. Absolutely not. Some of them are choosing to do that because hey, this now allows them to be able to invest into their children yeah. or to do something that they or weren't able to Follow that do.
0: follow that a dream that they've right. had for they're, a long they're, time. They're, of they're moving their own towards business. starting their own yeah. business,
1: right? And, and so again, we're not trying to speak in broad generalities here. But we have to be fighting against laziness.
0: Yeah. And I would, I would also say too, in these moments, as, as Christian people, how much grace are we showing? So like, right. for instance, we went, uh, on Monday, let's see, Sunday night, uh, we went to Cheddar's and it was clear they did not have the staff that they, that they've right. had in the past. Right. And so, uh, I even, I even sent Aaron, a, Aaron went somewhere else cause she had to go do something. And so I, I already, you know, put her name in and I sent her a picture and I was like, here's 10 tables. Nobody is sitting yet. Yeah. Yet we're waiting 40 minutes to be sat. And, and then, uh, and then it, it, it seems slower than normal. This isn't a knock on cheddars. This no. is a knock on kind of where we are. Right. This is what – you know, this, Yeah, our, they're, they're
1: not intentionally our not hiring Our waitress was
0: like serving a bunch of tables. Right. And, and so it, it just – but there was part of me that wanted to like let it be known I was not happy. But then there was the other part going, that's not her fault. No, you know, we, need to not. Be, we need and to it's have not that, in these it's situations. It's not that manager's
1: fault. He yeah. would love to – or he or she would love yeah. to hire people. He's like, no, I,
0: I would love to have people working uh, yes. for sure because we're at a part now where things are opening back up and, and, and people are going out. And what that means, too, is some of these areas and some of these businesses are going to be even busier than they were in the past. But then you have, like I I saw an article this week of Chipotle, they are raising their prices on everything. And you go, well, why are they doing that? They're doing that because they've raised their wages for their employees, which is what we said would happen. Right. You you raise wages – you got to make that money up somewhere right. just like when taxes get raised you got to make that money up somewhere right. and so now they're filling that what does that look like well we're paying more but that means you have to pay more as a customer and so as christians i think sometimes you know just as as americans we want to say well that's not right or that's not but as christians we should look at this a little differently and grace should be our first posture right. and sometimes grace is like way down the line yeah. of where we want to be and 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 that's not good either. Right. So
1: so go back to that other piece of it. So we've talked a little bit about you know kind of fighting for the value of work, yeah. uh, understanding that. But then you you talked about something that I think is really interesting. I think there probably is a growing dynamic where a a huge piece of our economy really is um is you know the needle is moved by um hourly workers. Yeah. And a decent portion of our society has been raised in a generation that kind of looks at the hourly job as something that is either, um, kind of second rate or, yeah. um, you know, not as good as a college job or not as good as, uh, you know, and, and it's not just an hourly job. I mean, you're also yeah. talking about the, the, the world of trades, uh, and, or, or, you know, like kind mm-hmm. of, uh, Skills and, yeah. and you know tradesmen. Uh, I, I just think that is something
0: that, that is really interesting. You you hit on. Yeah, well, I mean we, we were we were told all through school. I, I was told by my family like you got to get a degree. It's just what you have to do. <clears throat> and I remember thinking like a degree in what? It just doesn't matter anything. Right. Literally anything. And so the the most popular. Look, I, I used to work at the University of Tennessee. The most popular major across the country is psychology. Yeah. Do you think they're all psychologists? Of course not. Right. But it's the most popular major. And what does that mean? For many of them, I just need a degree. Right. My degree's in political science. Right. I minored in history. I minored in communications. You know why I minored in history? I walked into the political science department and they said, uh, cause I was a communications major. I wanted to change political science. And they said, well, you gotta have two minors. I stepped out of the door. And looked down the hall, and I saw a sign that said history, and I thought, well, good, it's on the same hall. I'm just gonna. If it would have said, Solid. if it would have said Solid. literature, I would have picked literature. It really didn't matter. <laughs> Whatever that sign was gonna say, that's what I was gonna pick. And, and so, so I went through that process, get a degree. You know, we, we talk about student loans and, and what that means. And so you tack all that on, and now you have people that are in debt for for student loans. They have a degree. They may say, Look, I don't need I don't want an hourly job. Now we may say, You got you need to work, but they're going, I, I I have student loans that I have to pay for. I'm gonna have rent, I'm gonna have all these things. I, I need another job. Now there are some folks, my generation, that and this is what my granddad told me. My granddad looked at me, my wife and I bought our first house uh when we were twenty one. We had no business buying it. I worked at a bank and they gave me a loan and so I was part of the problem in $7. 2008. $7.4 million. Yeah, yeah, it was not that. 9,000 uh, square feet. It was not feet. that. It was okay. the cost of a brand new Corvette. Uh, <laughs> saw so about 60 grand. But, but anyway, <laughs> the uh, my granddad looked at me, and he calls me Drew, and he said, uh, Drew, the problem with your generation is you want everything that me and your grandmama have worked 60 years to achieve. You want it today. And I thought, man and I smacked him right in the Stop face I, I didn't but Stop I, but it, it has stayed with me because that is our generation that's right, that's right. we want my granddaddy worked his hind end off to yep. get to where he is today. And we, our generation, came up going, you got to go to college. And once you get out of college, you're going to have everything yeah. they have right now. And right. it's just not true. And
1: it's often true even when when it comes to new employees in certain companies. <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, I kind of want the same setup that you've got. And you're like, but I've been here for 35 years. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah,
0: no. I want the corner office. Yeah, No, get in that cubicle. <laughs> yeah. Been there, buddy. We'll talk more when we come back. You know, Jason, we were talking off air. I don't feel like I'm old.
1: You are so old. But
0: when I think about, I was to, I used to bag groceries at Bilo, which I don't even know if there's a Bilo I'm open. Sure. It used to be Red Foods, then it turned into Bilo. Uh, there in Lewisburg, Tennessee, also worked in Murfreesboro, because uh, I said I would never go back, and then I was in college and needed a job, so I went back to Bilo. Right. But, but I was bagging groceries, and when I left there, after getting multiple raises, I was making four seventy five an hour. And and I was telling you off air, if they would have offered me fifteen dollars an hour. You I would still, still be, be working there. I'd still be back in groceries there. Yeah. And, because and, you would have been like, I mean, this is amazing. They used to uh, they used to say, Hey, do you want to learn how to run the register? And I'd say, No, I really enjoy backing groceries. That's really all I want to do. Yeah. And uh, and so I did that. And and it's interesting even before that I worked at a restaurant and uh when I was 15 it was a restaurant called Cooter Browns there in Lewisburg, Tennessee like like crazy yes scooter? yeah similar to that but it it had no connection oh, to Oh so that. not a Dukes of no, no but it was really good I think lost shepherd little yeah, more people you got your exactly. on, kind of that But it crazy was a, it was a really good restaurant and I I was one of the cooks at 15 years old I oh, had my. no idea uh, so if you ate there when I worked there and you got the fish, I'm sorry because I would okay. I really enjoyed the feel of like cracking the fish all up. Yeah. So if you ate that fish, it was bones, probably really bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, that
1: could have been a number of things. But I
0: remember there was a guy in there that that also worked in the in the kitchen, and his daughter went to school with me. Okay. Uh, so that would tell you kind of his age range. And uh and I one day I was like, man, I really want to learn how to make the hush puppies. And uh, so this is a man that could have been my dad. He was my dad's age. And he said, uh, Andrew, I'm going to tell you something right now that, that you need to, that this is going to stick with you. You really need to take this as you continue your, your work. Which is, which he is always said, solid when someone gives yeah, you a, yeah, a forewarning, like yeah. this is going to change your and, life. And he said, uh, you don't want to learn how to do anything else because then they're going to ask you to do more. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. And I thought, <laughs> even at 15, I was like, I don't think that's good <laughs> advice. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I I think I should like have initiative and want to learn things. And he's like, don't learn anything else. Just stick with the fish. Then they can't ask you to do anything else because you don't know how to do anything else. And I was like, I just want you to teach me how to do the hush puppies. That's really all. (laughs) That's all I want. And why did we have to have this life talk? That's not even good advice. It was very odd. Not good advice. Yeah, it's very odd. That's not good advice. You need to learn how to do things.
1: No, yes, learn. And the last thing
0: I want to tell my son is look, just stay in your lane. Don't learn anything. Man, why would you
1: why would you try to why would you try to get into that? Oh wow. Man of me. All right, so uh as we wrap up today's show, any anything that we need to um we just need to be mindful of, of the week ahead. Anything, uh, anything major coming on? I
0: would say Tennessee plays this weekend. Yeah, it's big, big deal. Big deal. Wood, uh, wood
1: family, everything, uh, yeah, we're good. Erin
0: has a sale. We're, we're welcome home. The small business that, that she operates is going to be at Bristol Motor Speedway this weekend Ooh. for a big sale. So will the items be
1: mobile? In other words, will, Will they be circling the track? At I don't any point? think
0: so. Oh. I do hope I get to take the van around the track.
1: <laughs> Which and nice. if
0: there is, if there is any way that I can get on that track with the van, there will be video and picture, I can assure you. Uh, and maybe, ar- I may get arrested. Oh man. But, uh, but I'm hoping, I, I've never been to Bristol, but they said that it's indoors, so I don't know what the whole setup mm. is. Maybe there's an Who indoor knows. area. Well, uh, but I'm hoping that I have to pull onto the track to unload the trailer. Then at least I can get a picture of the van on the track,
1: in, which in, would be awesome. In a culture that should be almost identical to that one would find at uh, Bristol Motor yeah. Speedway, uh, I... I'm going to be making a trip in the near future to Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, very similar to Bristol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very similar.
1: And uh, and so, yeah, uh, in fact, uh, most likely the next time uh, our listeners hear from me, I will be reporting, not from <laughs> Washington, D.C., <laughs> yeah. but I will be reporting what I experienced cool. in Washington, D.C. That'll be fun. And so, yeah, it should fun. be uh, – Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun never ever taken a family trip to Washington DC and you are and we are and so um not no, we're not. You're not. No, actually, never, no we're not we no we're not never have never will. no we are taking a family mm-hmm. trip really looking forward to you it you get a lot of steps. um and uh yeah, it's going to be a bit interesting cuz uh you know we're f- they're 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 still fully masking it sounds like and uh, uh there's there's it's gonna be a kind of a step It'll be back, different than here. a step yeah, back for sure. as to where we're at right now. Um, and I'm really grateful for the position we're in right now. Man, things are so oh, it's good so at good, church. Yeah. Yep. It's so good to like see people smiles yep. and it's so good would, to hug people. Did I tell you, bit.
0: I think, I don't know if I said this on air or not, but I went through the line at Dunkin' Donuts the other day and the guy, I've seen him for months and he, he didn't have a mask. And you held. said, what did you say? You said, I said, I've never seen your face. <laughs> And he looked at me like I was an idiot. Yeah. And, uh, As he and I apologize. I he said, I'm have. sorry. I, it, it's what I thought. It just came out of my mouth. But good to see your face. <laughs> Listen, I want to
1: say this to all of our listeners. Man, if you see us in the community, say hello because we are liking seeing people's faces. Amen to that. It is yep. really, really good. Listen, we were all about caution, all yep. about safety, taking the right steps. But as we move more and more in the right direction, man, let's embrace being around people.
0: Yeah, it just feels so good to finally be on the other side. We've been saying that for seven, eight months. And here we are. And we are there. We are there. Feels good. Go Vols. Watch them this weekend. We'll talk to you next time.